Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I'm really happy to have you with us today as we unpack the many, many ways to heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD using lifestyle changes. I want to remind you about our Anxiety Coaches Podcast Patreon campaign. If you don't know what Patreon is, it is a platform. It's a crowdfunding platform, but it is unlike Kickstarter because Patreon is for ongoing content creation like podcasts, video content creation, and so forth. You can see our official Patreon campaign page by going to anxietycoachespodcast.com and then clicking the button that says become our patron on Patreon. That'll take you to our official page. And now for today's podcast, wise words on wisdom for anxiety. You know, I had, um, I earmarked some things that come across my desk. And this was an email actually that I got from Martha Beck. If you don't know Martha Beck, I highly suggest you check her out. She's an amazing author. Um, She's uh, Harvard trained. She's an amazing, beautiful sense of humor. She's been a regular contributor for Oprah's magazine, I know, for many years. But she's written some really great books, and so I've been on her mailing list for many, many years. And I got this one email that, I, like I said, I, I earmarked it so that we could um, kind of talk about this a little bit. And what she was talking about in the email was wisdom and how we feel our wisdom. How do we know what our what is our wise mind, as we call it here, right? Let's get started with that because it, oh, the, the caveat here is that we talk about these things in the regular world and everybody, the general public, but unless you have anxiety, you kind of don't know what that feeling is to be confused with is this my wise mind? Is this my anxious mind? Am I, which thing should I do? I feel them both equally intensely, or I feel them, they seem to weigh out the same. It can get very muddled. So I loved this little email from Martha Beck, and I want to share some of it with you. So she starts out with, wisdom is sensory not verbal. She says, while the voice of social conditioning shows up as a stream of thoughts in your head, wisdom often appears as emotions or physical sensations in the body. In fact, the emotional centers of the brain, along with the elaborate bundle of nerves in your belly, so-called gut brain, have been evolving far longer than language. And that system, more than logic, is exquisitely attuned to helping you navigate your way through life. So you're wondering whether a choice is wise or not? Don't search your mind for a rational argument. Instead, hold each option in your attention and then feel the effect on your body and emotions. 
When something's wrong for you, you'll feel constriction and tightness. The wise choice leads to feelings of liberation, even exhilaration. Now, that seems all well and good, and most people reading that who don't have anxiety would be able to just kind of go right along with that. But when you have anxiety, it's hard to tease out anything but that gut feeling, the tightness, the constriction. You would feel like everything is wrong for you. Getting on an elevator can bring up those feelings. So what's a girl to do? What's a guy to do? We're stuck. We feel like we need to follow our wise mind, but we can't because we're confused. We have We know it's safe to get on the elevator, but we have that tenseness, that tightness. So what do you do if wisdom is sensory and not verbal? Ah, there's a clue in there. So we have to tease out, and this is where slowing down really helps. Slowing way down, being in the present moment is the only way that you can tease these things out. And that's why we practice being in the present moment by meditating. Okay, that was my meditation push for the day. Maybe not. Anyway, we have to slow down and be in the present moment and begin to tease out. If wisdom is sensory, not verbal, why do I feel this tenseness and this tightness in my gut about going on the elevator? It may be because of the thoughts that you're thinking, not because of going on the elevator. And this is where we start to tease things out. It's not the action of going on the elevator. It's the old thoughts, the old thinking of that's dangerous. And it's a habitual thought. It's one that has been um, seared in to your mind body from the multi- the many, many, many times of being afraid and not dealing with it not sitting with it and saying, oh, that is, my gut feels like that from my thinking about getting on the elevator. But if I eliminated that, I probably would feel fine about getting on the elevator. So you get on and you, this is where it's different for us with anxiety because you have to go with it. You got to ride it out in order to prove to yourself, oh, I can be okay on the elevator. I can ride the elevator. Hey, I'm kind of proud of myself. I got that under my belt. I did it. And I'm using elevator. It could be anything. Many of we all have something different, or we have a hundred things that trigger us during the day. But when you start slowing down and dealing with each one of them by teasing out, Maybe if wisdom is sensory and not verbal, maybe the reason that you feel stressed out is because of your verbal, the thoughts, the thoughts about it. That's verbal, right? The oh no's. Oh no, every time I get on the elevator, my heart pounds or my palms sweat. Well, you got to tease that out because you know it's safe and you know it's okay. And so you get on. 
And then we can calm all of that anxiety down and really start to be able to check in with our mind body and feel our sensory wisdoms. The next one she talks about is wisdom is calm, not fearful. Martha Beck says the inner voice of social conditioning doesn't just speak in words. It shouts them. It may sound like do it my way or do not screw this up. By contrast, inner wisdom is stillness itself. If you're waiting for wisdom to outscream paranoia, get comfortable. It's going to be a long wait. Instead, you might want to regard the thought stream in your brain as nothing more than annoying background noise and send your attention downstairs to a place in the center of your chest. It helps to take some deep breaths and you may want to lie down, but you feel for that stillness. Go ahead, feel for it the yelping from your brain will start to seem less important. As you begin to relax, you'll find yourself guided to do unexpected things. These may even include just resting often the single wisest choice. Now, I have a lot to say about this one because it is so right on and in typical Martha Beck verbiage. She is adorable in how she can explain things. And the it is true. The inner voice is so quiet that we don't even hear it. We can't hear it when we're anxious. All we can hear is that screaming that says, oh my God, don't do that. Oh my gosh, what if? What if? What if? Here we go again. Oh no, it's about anxiety. Panic is the alarm system going off. It is very loud. And wisdom is calm. So again, how are we going to tease this out so that we can hear it? We're going to take some time. And I love that uh, Martha Beck said, uh, just resting. Often it's the single wisest choice. Again, it's something we don't do. We don't take time to let things be. And and when we talk about Claire Weeks and her way, we want to face things. We want to accept things. We want to float with things. And we want to let time pass. We cannot jump from one thing to the other, from the next to the next, and expect to feel calm and whole. We have to take some time. And, oh, I guess I'm going to talk about meditation again because it gives us a a place to do it, a planned place to do it. Eventually, we want to bring meditation into our entire life, into our whole days where we're moving in mindfulness. But until then, we have to carve out one or two times a day where we are going to plunk ourselves down into a chair or onto a pillow, and we are going to be in the present moment. And we're either going to do it by focusing on our breath, focusing on our mantra, focusing on our prayer, and we are going to be there. And again, what's the best way to do it? What's the best 
amount of time to do it, the one that you will do. If you're drawn to Transcendental Meditation, TM, do that. If you're drawn to Vipassana Meditation, which is a Buddhist meditation of insight, do that. If you are if you want to do uh, Metta Meditation, which is loving kindness, another Buddhist meditation, do that. If you want to do um, a Christian holding the prayer, a contemplative prayer is meditation. It goes on and on. Every religion has its contemplatives. It has its uh, people who have been in touch with the present moment the whole time. So if you're drawn to a religion, check it out. Look it up, research it, find out what the contemplatives are doing, and go along with that. And if you don't have anything that you're interested in religion-wise, don't worry about it. Lots of meditation is secular. Can Plenty of things out there. And my favorite app in the world is a free one, and it's called Insight Timer. It's Insight Meditation Timer. And just look it up as Insight Timer. And there's thousands of things to choose from on there. You have to take some time. You cannot hear your wisdom until you start splitting out What is the anxiousness in me? And what is the wisdom? And finally, um, Martha Beck says, uh, Wisdom is chosen, not forced. From infancy, we're trained by adults who can force us to cooperate. Sometimes, indeed, we're trained so well that we begin to expect all instructions to come through coercion. You're crazy to want that is a voice you may hear as you try to grow or try to enjoy life. You don't deserve it. You'll fail. We do hear that a lot, don't we? Those are old tapes, old voices, and we have to choose what we are going to do. We are not going to be forced into it, coerced, and we have to make conscious decisions. We can't wait for the outside world. Again, we are the captains of our ship. We are steering this thing. And so we might as well start doing what it is that we feel is right. And so wisdom is something that we choose. It isn't something that we're pushed into. It isn't something that even our inner tyrant pushes us into. It comes with those previous uh, wise voices, it comes in through sensory perception, and it is calm. It isn't fearful. So again, I am a big fan of Martha Beck's, and I loved that she had some wise words on wisdom here. And if you would like to know more about her or read one of her books, she has a number of books, just go to MarthaBeck.com. And that will be in the show notes. And my favorite book that you can uh, get from her uh, on Audible, what a great way to listen to it, uh, is Finding Your Own North Star, Claiming the Life You Were Meant to Live. That is a great one. It's a number of years old, probably five or six years old, but it's a great one and uh, well worth revisiting. I hope this has been helpful for you. That's it for today's show. But before I read today's quote, I, you know I want to invite you guys that if you're ready to take your healing to the next level, 
Come on over and sign up for our group coaching membership program. Go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching, read all about it, and join today. If you have any questions about it, send us an email. Just send that over to anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to see you guys in the group. And now for today's quote. The process of spotting fear and refusing to obey it is the source of all true empowerment. And that's by Martha Beck. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. But until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com. 